Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Welcome to Critical Hit, a major spoilers podcast. Thank you so much for downloading and checking out our show this week. Oh my goodness, we have been racing and dodging and shooting and being uh, inundated. And it's all thanks to our GM, Kevin. Kevin, what's going to go on this week on Drifters? Drifters. Well, last time. On Critical on Hit. On Drifters. You guys had uh, gone through the Rift Spires, a set of winding canyons uh, that were uh, primed to be blown up and used as weapons against your fellow drifters uh, as you are racing through the Adio Rift on the red planet of Akaton. Um, you were just about to exit the rift and you saw a vast junk heap uh ahead of you and that is where we had left off so oh great so do we have to drive through this junkyard or is this a time where we can stop and uh, fix up our vehicle well i'm gonna leave that up to you of course it is a race so you know you want to kind of get through it as quickly as possible what (laughs) i thought we were so far ahead this was the point where we could stop and take a nap (laughs) <laughs> you didn't Bugs finish Bunny the cartoon. whole tortoise and the hare story, did you? Oh, okay. I mean, you know, I just figured race was over. A guy just stopped to take a nap. And everything worked out great for Rabbit. <laughs> okay. So we have a junkyard. Yes. So uh, the a, a set of camera bots is following you. Uh, they are pretty nosy. And, um, you know, some of them try to get close-ups, but then Quentin chews them away. Uh, but then they take uh, the, the wide-angle shot to show you guys um, uh, exiting the canyon. And then they cut back to the silver swoosh desk that has our announcers. Welcome once again to the 27th season of Drifters, the Galaxy's Infosphere show that has more legal rights and fewer legal responsibilities than any known sentient life form. <laughs> I'm your host, Jock Hammer, joined by Shulai, and may I say that you are entrancing to behold. Literally an entrancing mandala of tentacles. I don't consider that appropriate, Jock. For your indiscretion, you will sit slack-jogged while I assume your duties. What I do find appropriate is the wanton violence and destruction that is sure to unfold as our teams enter an area known as the Scrap Heap and do battle not only with each other, but also a scrappy band of local scavengers. But first, a word from our sponsors. And it goes to a uh, human man dressed in um, a white uh, lab coat robe and it's covered in various stains, some of which appear to be blood. Um, 
and he's in a, a dank, dark uh, basement facility that has, you know, like a Jacob's Ladder and all sorts of uh, beakers and vials, um, several of which have things uh, moving or swimming within them. Um, and uh, he's um, meticulously cleaning uh, a set of uh, surgical implements. This time he pulls out like a big uh, uh, cleaver um, and it's, it pulls out a rag that's covered in blood and cleans it off as he turns to the camera. Are you the dummy in your group? Are oh, they all laughing at you? Ha ha ha. At the Academy for your radical ideas. For who's laughing now, Chad? At Loboverm, we specialize in taking what you are. A witless fool. A bumbling nincompoop. A pathetic moron with no friends. And turning you into a massive success. A giant in your field. With a raging hard intellect. The procedure is quite painless. Oh, it's like a thousand laser needles eating my childhood memories. In that you will remember nothing. The hideous brain eels have been found and harvested from somewhere. It doesn't matter. What matters is you could be brilliant. Join me and together we will show them all. With Loboverm. Legitimate brain enhancement. Go team brain power. And then it cuts back to our crew. The crew of the squeaky clean on the Sandscape team lizard brain as you guys are racing into the scrap heap. So you're exiting the rift spires and the canyon widens out. Uh, like I said, you know, surrounded by camera bots, so they get that nice wide angle view. And you have some more room to maneuver. Um, you're in the lead currently, so you don't see uh, any of your your rival teams yet. Um, and it looks like visibility will be low once you actually enter this area because the canyon floor is now covered in debris. Uh, it's filled with like derelict spaceships. Uh, abandoned mining vehicles and uh, crashed satellites. Most look ancient, but it's hard to tell uh, while you're moving at this speed. Plus, they look like they've been picked over a good deal. Uh, there are tracks through the rubble that show signs of other vehicles passing through. One ship is significantly larger than all the others that are crashed, uh, hundreds of meters in length, and has a vaguely arachnid appearance though several of its legs have come off at some point. Two of its legs form an arcing canopy in, over the canyon, roughly 100 meters off the ground at its apex. Um, so you're in the shade a little bit. Uh, in the scattered remains, you can make out sheet metal shanty houses, uh, though they seem quite small. They're covered in vulgar and physically evocative graffiti, a large billboard, uh, formerly for a Thastron mining town, has been emblazoned on it in glowing spray paint scrawl, totally misspelled, welcome to the scrap heap. And then below that, it says, humies and long legs die here. What, what's a humie? I believe it's a human. Uh, yeah. Uh, Vangie just points at Hecubino. 
Um, from like, I guess what we know of uh, Akaton and like, have we heard of this place or like, do we know who or what lives here? Sure. Why don't you guys give me culture checks? Ooh, uh, sure. Ooh, something I'm good at. You guys, uh, the Acton natives can get a uh, plus two bonus to it. Cool. I have a twenty-one. I have a four. Cool. <laughs> so um, I'm going to start telling Vangi what she knows because that that's good enough. Uh, yeah. So there's all sorts of weird. Uh, salvage or scavenger operations uh, around the uh, planet. But this one, you, you haven't run across it before, but based off of uh, the terminology they're using, you would guess that these are a roving band of space goblins. Oh boy. Um, do I know anything specific about what space goblins are are like? So space goblins are... Uh, sometimes tinkers, uh, sometimes uh, uh, scroungers, uh, often uh, quite quite ingenious and inventive, uh, though decidedly pragmatic. Um, they are, you know, a whole people. So to to paint with one brush would be a little uh, reductive. But the ones inhabiting a scrap heap like this. Uh, they're crazy. They're they're fearless. Uh, they um, are probably uh, out to to loot uh, your ships uh, or vehicles in this case, and uh, they'll they tend to be run by you know the smartest or strongest in their bunch as a little uh, moving uh, roving band. So all right. So, uh, Vanga will say, uh, space goblins, keep a watch out. They'll probably have maybe traps or they're tinkerers and they're, uh, they're, they're going to try to kill us and take our ship. Great. Keep guns hot. Why do they want to kill us? So that they could to, take, to, to take the, the vehicle tank, yeah. and tear it apart and I don't know, build stuff with it. Okay. So what do you guys do? Uh-huh. Drive on. All right. Yeah, what, you yeah, drive on they... into, I'm sorry. What state is the sand skank in? It's still Kansas. pretty pretty well put together, right? That's a good question. How beat up has the sand skank gotten, Steve? Well, let us take a look here. As we look at the squeaky clean, um, we see that right now uh, its hit points are 22 of 30. So it has taken some damage, not a whole lot. Right now, being in first place, we do share some uh, bonuses to hardness. Uh, no, that's a popularity bonus, sorry, because we're so popular at the moment. Um, but uh, yeah, we've, uh, we're doing okay, but we did get hit pretty hard a couple of times. Are these the kind of repairs that uh, maybe uh, Bob could do as we're driving, or do we need to stop? Repairs while driving are the most fun kind of repairs. That's true, and they make for good TV, so if we're not... If we're not even uh, below half, I would say we probably should keep going. Yep. All right. So you guys start, uh, can, you know, going through the scrap heap. You have to make lots of twists and turns, and you know, there's there's big piles of of junk or or burned out old vehicles, um, a 
massive mining drill, stuff like that. So you quickly lose sight of the entrance you guys came in. Um, though uh, whoever's in the back or maybe whoever has scanners, you might notice there are actually several entrances from the rift spires into this little uh, section. So it's possible that one of your competitor teams might enter from a different area and take a totally different path through this. Uh, so you are proceeding through, and we're going to shift our scale. So instead of tracking the uh, vehicle at the, the you know size of a vehicle, we're going to track it where we can put the actual uh, minis of our characters on there. So I'm going to distribute them. Who is driving? I believe that's Bob. Correct. All right. Uh, who is at the turret gun? Uh, I'm still at the turret gun. Yeah. Okay. And then where is everybody else? I'm attached to the I, back of the turret gun. Last I checked. <laughs> Fair enough. I think I was uh, last on the I'm attached thing. to the side of the vehicle. Last time I checked. Which side? <laughs> right side. Your right. right or my right? <laughs> I know. I was just. I just had to do. Uh, which one is my right hand? Moment. Okay. Make the little L's with your thumbs. And then. Uh, how about Hecubino? Um, I will probably be a shotgun. Okay. And Skritic. I think I was at the rear gun last I knew. Rear gun. Yeah. So Skritic, rear, Hecubino, and shotgun. Bob, manning the wheel. Vangi at the turret gun. Quentin on top of the turret gun to the back. And Amu clinging to the side with various coral polyps and you are entering the scrap heap from this side uh what speed are you guys going your options are really slow like about to slow down uh and and stop for repairs uh ludicrous speed and absolutely ridiculous speed i think we're just going ludicrous speed. okay normal ludicrous speed normal ludicrous speed which is five but not great on this. So, as you proceed, coming out from the tunnels and crevices uh, in the sides of the rift, and then from all the various uh, compartments and uh, vehicles and little hidden alcoves in the scrap heap, come dozens of creatures, roughly three feet tall, many wearing glass fishbowl helmets with an enormous for their size, green hairless head, and sharp little fangs and pointed ears. Um, apart from that, they have very little in common with one another. Some have cybernetic limbs. Others wear eye patches with scanners attached to them. Uh, some are dressed in basically rags covered in just random patches uh, with mismatched boots and cobbled together like lasers, tasers, spikes that are covered in more spikes, and the like. They are driving an even more motley assembly of vehicles, all evidently jury-rigged together in a way that even the most dubious corporate assembly line foreman would grimace at. Uh, These vehicles are clearly made from the scraps scavenged from the nearby wrecked vessels, and they show signs of 
being some of them show signs of being two or more vehicles just smashed together like a like a tank car or a ship with little uh a ship that has lost the ability to enter the atmosphere but they just keep it at a really low uh uh altitude um and or a uh, bumper you know, car that's also a sailboat Exactly. Um, and uh, some of them look like, you know, a working part from a vehicle has been uh, removed to somehow just make a standalone motorized conveyance of its own. Uh, there are several of these uh, basically goblin one wheelers um, that are a wheel and a motor and a goblin strapped to it. And they start uh flooding the area coming from uh all around you but uh they seem to be in pursuit uh, so you are being chased by a malignity of space goblins well at least now we know what a group of goblins are called yeah right <laughs> <laughs> all right cool so uh in order to save time we're going to use the same initiatives from last time but this time you're not uh up against the tripod of Doom, the Basilisk, and the Colonizer, you're up against Space Goblins. So, uh, we will start with Skritic. And I'm going to put wow. a couple of these these small ones that uh, are obviously a goblin writing something. Uh, these are all uh, what are called junk cycles. So, they're uh, you know, a motorcycle or one of those one wheelers. These are really flimsy looking things that are, are still uh, super fast because they definitely have no safeties and they have like one or two space goblins attached. Those are the closest to getting you while uh, a small fleet of other vehicles and goblins start pouring out. So I've put a few of those on the board. All right, I'll uh, take aim at the board closest one and uh let loose with the gun i'm at all right so the gun you're at i believe is the plasma cannon sounds right all right so why don't you go ahead and make an attack roll uh okay a 20 to hit 30 20 yeah absolutely that's gonna hit so you connect with one of these why don't you roll the damage for the plasma cannon which is which 2d10 is 2d10 yep yep 2d10 electricity and fire damage Ooh. 20 nice. again. <laughs> nice. So why don't you describe what happens? You you hit and to be clear, you hit and you you vaporize this one. So you 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 can you can <laughs> describe it however you want. I think maybe I hit a little low, uh, basically uh, making a crater just under it where it basically topples uh, forward uh, head over heels and just uh goblin and motor part motorbike parts just go flying every which way. Uh, great. Yeah. So, you know, this is a, a plasma cannon and you just were not expecting how much power this thing had. So yeah, you just blast a hole into the earth and you know, the, the whole, uh, junk cycle careens into it and the goblin goes flying and smashes his, uh, this one's wearing a helmet. Some aren't, um, uh, smashes his head up against, uh, one of the, uh, crates, um, and uh, the glass shatters, but the goblin lives because he was wearing a helmet. <laughs> we'll we'll be kids. following that particular goblin for the rest of the game. <laughs> no. Uh, all right. So uh, one one action, one down. Anything else, Critic? I think that's it for now. 
All right. Uh, so your rear gunner has your back, Bob. What do you do in the pilot seat? I'm going to uh, drive and try to swerve around as much of that junk as I possibly can and trying to stay as far away from these uh, these locals as, as I possibly can. Well, those are uh, that's an interesting set of goals, but you kind of have to make some some decisions. So are you going to accelerate because they're accelerating towards you? Oh, yeah. Well, hmm. Yeah, I think we can. I think we can accelerate. Um, if I go up to um, full speed, which is uh, plaid, according to Rob. <laughs> um, so are we still technically, I mean, we're off road, right? Yes. And we're this still in the first to- position. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we get a plus four to that, minus two at full speed, and uh, another plus two to piloting. No, that's in when we're in first position. Um, so I think you take a uh, just a net minus two penalty, or not net, a, uh, a minus two penalty for going full speed, and uh, you have a total of plus four bonus, so you're at net plus two. All right, and we'll roll some piloting. And see where we... Uh, that's a 26. Uh, 26 plus 2 uh, is 28. Nice. So you're making this look easy, Bob. Uh, what what you're, you're, you know, drifting through all of these uh, uh, wreckage, all this wreckage and all these uh, derelict spaceships and all that stuff. Uh, anything that you want to do to describe your action? Yeah, so every, you know, I'm going to, you know, just play... Hard and fast with the with the steering wheel or the steering mechanism on this um, vehicle. So if there's something in front of us, I'm going to yank that wheel hard to the right and try to swerve that back end around to kick up some dust and debris um, behind us and uh, maneuver around all the piles of of various bits of junk. Uh, if there's a narrow if there's a narrow passage, I'll run into the cardboard boxes so the cardboard boxes can go flying up uh, behind us. Like you see in the chase movies when they go down the alley. <laughs> Quentin, are you rolling? This is good footage. <laughs> I'm always rolling. Except for when we tell you He's not a to, ball stop, after to all. stop rolling. <laughs> yes, at that point, I'm not rolling. La, 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 la. <clears throat> yes. Great. That was all out of character. I don't know if you knew that. So, uh, so Bob is making good progress on actually getting you guys through this mess and uh, successfully avoiding the obstacles, but the junk cycles are speeding towards you recklessly. They are oh. heedless of the danger, so they're going to f- try to follow you, uh, and that's a fun result. Three out of four succeed, <laughs> while one out of the four fails disastrously um so uh when you uh run through some cardboard uh boxes one of the boxes catches uh a a goblin on a junk cycle on its giant head uh this one isn't wearing a helmet and uh it, it's like oh no i can't see and it, it just struggles at trying to uh control its vehicle um, with both hands because it's a, a malformed jet powered unicycle and uh, it can't take the cardboard box off of its head. So it smashes into a uh, nearby mining uh, cart and the guy goes flying. Hooray. Failure on their part to follow because they are not as good a pilot as Bob 
or pilots. But the rest of them are fast. So they're upon you. And they are going to try to... Hmm. They're going to try to ram you. That won't work. Yeah, well, they're going to try it. We'll We'll see see if it works. Uh, So, your KAC is what? The KAC of the squeaky clean is 17. Or the sand skink. Oh, I am sorry. The sand skink is 17. Oh, actually, I'm sorry. Ramming is a special rule in vehicles. Uh, So it kind of makes it more fun because the pilot gets to kind of like dodge this. So it's less of a KAC thing and more of a set of uh, piloting checks for Bob. So why don't you go ahead and make three piloting checks? All right. Uh, Counting in all the other buffs and everything that we have. Yep. Yep. So let's see. Uh, There's an 18 plus two. So that's a 20. 25 plus 2 is a 27, and another 25 plus 2 is 27. So you manage to avoid uh, their uh, collisions, but one of them has two uh, goblins. It's actually on a full uh, two-wheel motorcycle, so that's something. Uh, So, of course, that means they have two extra goblins strapped to it, to each side, and they will uh, leap from their cycle onto the sand skink. So you dodge all of their collision attempts, but they have boarded you. Now, coming up from behind is a part tank, part ancient dragster, uh, and the front grill of it is labeled Dreg's Wreck in what is red paint or blood. It's not, not clear. Uh, it's low to the ground wide and has tracks instead of conventional wheels and axles uh the top looks more like an old car stylish like 50 years ago but this one is beaten up and checkered with rust and old battle scars the whole ensemble is finished off with skulls of many species adorning the vehicle on every surface that they could possibly be bolted onto and long wavering poles easily five meters high that are acting as extra seating for goblins because they're holding onto the poles at the top uh, because they're basically just uh, hanging on for dear life. And it is bringing up the rear of this chase. And what did it say on the... um... It said dregs wreck. Oh, okay. I was going to say in the rearview mirror, does it say something different? It says, in the rearview mirror, it says cruise, cruise guard. Oh no, it's yeah. the cruise guard, everybody. Look out. <laughs> you sure it's not the Echnolumba? Because I keep seeing them. All right. Uh, so it is steadily gaining on you, Amu. We're going to attempt to grapple one of the goblins uh, that's flanking Skritic. Skritic. Yeah. So. You can step back, and uh, you'll be adjacent to the one on the right side of the sand skink. Uh, and so you're going to try uh, to grab it, like to yes. grapple it. My okay. weapon reach. is a reach weapon that gra- allows me to grapple. Oh, so it's reach, so you don't even have to move. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Well, why don't you make your attack roll? And what is your weapon? Describe it, if you if you would. Uh, so Amu grabs a pole off the side of his... Of the side of their shell, uh, stretches it out, and it has a. It's one of those uh, animal captured poles uh, with the little loop 
at the end uh-huh. uh, and a sharp point inside that loop. That sounds painful. Yeah, it's for injecting. <laughs> it's not making it's... me feel better about that weapon. <laughs> uh, so I assume this is a melee attack? Yes. Mm-hmm. Grappling, okay. And I assume the goblin is also smaller than me. That is correct. Yay. Racial grapple bonus. That'll be a 19. I never want to mess with a Rikrichi with an animal capture pole. That's the, what the old saying is. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, yeah, you you successfully hit. What happens when you hit with this thing? Uh, They're grabbed? Yeah. Okay. I, do you don't and know then if do you have anything that you're injecting them with? I am going to inject them uh, with the basic inhibitor that reduces AC. So they'll take an additional neg two penalty to AC along with the uh, grapple penalty to AC. Ooh, dang. Awesome. Uh, and then they have to attempt an acrobatic skill check to uh, break free with a difficulty of, uh, let's see here. Well, I can look up the difficulty. Um, so, yeah. Okay, cool. Is there anything else that you do? No, I think that's the only thing I can get a hold or effectively do right now. Yep, so it cannot move, take two-handed actions, it takes a minus two penalty to AC, and attack rolls, a bunch of other checks, and uh, it squeaks at you, uh, we will not be taken alive! But you seem to be doing just that, so. <laughs> uh, that I didn't happen to exceed the KAC by 13. No. I didn't no. think so. <laughs> you didn't implode them. I would pin them at that point. Uh Quentin, you have a uh, front row seat for this action because mm-hmm. it's happening within five feet of you. <laughs> what do you do? Okay, so two creatures have boarded the ship. Amu has immobilized one. Is this correct? Yes. Okay. Hmm. Well, there are a couple of things I could do. Do an interview with him. Try to catch him off guard. <laughs> All right, so these goblins, these goblins are from Akaton. I've been waiting my whole life for this. Oh, no, it was a ruse. Now I'm dead. <laughs> these goblins are from Akaton, right? Um, you know, you, you'd have to interview them to ask that. It's possible that they've migrated here in search for a hmm. better life, but doesn't I was wondering if I might possible. be able to figure out what their native language is and broadcast a message of terrible, terrible intimidation in their native like tongue. Uh, they're native Can you do goblin goblin? Do I speak goblin? Yeah, goblin. Let's see. I speak everything else. That's do you? Uh, I don't speak goblin. I have like nine languages, but I do speak Akatonian. Well, they probably well, speak if, that too. Hmm. I mean, uh, they probably speak. Uh, what is the standard language called? Yeah, I mean, they've been t- common trash talking us in common or basic or whatever you want to call it. Mm. Yeah, no, they've been trash talking you in basic. Beep, 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 beep. <laughs> it's called basic in Star Wars. Yeah, no, go that's the weirdest 10. thing, right? <laughs> Print, I am going crazy. Go to 10. Okay, so well, that won't work. I know what I'll do. I'll electrocute the one that is not being held down with my built in electrocutioner. <laughs> All yeah, right. That's that what I'm going to do. Like I'm going to zap one with my frap gun. Yes, that's what I'm going to do. But I'm going to do it in a very, very robot way. I'm not in character tonight, and I really need to. I need to. I need to go Stanislavski here. Hang on. <laughs> is is that a ranged attack? Because I think they're 
they're threatening you. That is correct. They, mm-hmm. the, the one you're targeting would be able to make an attack of opportunity against you should you do that. Mm. Would a melee attack work better? A melee attack would not provoke. It depends on what mm. your melee to hit is and such. Alternatively, you could try to move, but that would probably also provoke. Or if you have like any type of non-attack action, like, uh, I don't know. No. I mean, one of them is probably not oh, yeah, able grappled. to attack because he's grappled. That's correct. So you would only be risking an attack from one of them. And if they do attack you and hit you, then we'll know what sort of damage these guys are dealing. <laughs> <laughs> it's information gathering. Quentin, you have so much to consider and so little time to consider it. What do you do? Do you take a, a careful measured action or do you go with your first impulse and start electrocuting? I actually uh, have a robot brain, so I can do both. Carefully measure the situation and then decide to start electrocuting willy-nilly. So I shall, I shall blast the one that's not being grappled with my arc welder or my arc pistol. Excellent. It will attempt to slice you with a little homemade rusty sickle thing. I am made of quadratitanium, sir. <laughs> what does that quadratitanium give you as a KAC? Mm. 29. No. That seems high. <laughs> Hang on. <laughs> Call. Sorry, oh, I was at looking that. at my... 29? That just so happens to be exactly what I rolled on the die. <laughs> I was yeah. looking at my AC versus combat maneuvers. Yeah, my combat KAC maneuvers, is yeah. 18. Yeah. H. Okay. Uh, so you say you're made of quadratitanium as yes. it uh, hacks at you, and it goes, ah, dogs. Just like someone would say rats, but they seem to hate dogs. <laughs> All right, then I shall electrocute his face. Ah, horses. <laughs> ah, mule muffins. Now, Kevin, I don't know if you're familiar with uh, Critical Hit, but I'm the one who doesn't know anything about the game. So um, I'm going to attack, but I have not set up my character sheet to where I can just go clickety attack. Mm-hmm. So yeah. what is my what is my attack bonus with the arc pistol weapon? Because I'm looking at this, it says Billy Billy Boo level two. So I, I was ah, was look aware at, that you didn't necessarily have all of the mechanics 100 percent down, and that's okay. So you're a level but, three envoy, right? Yes, uh, I, I, I got it. Team. I got it, guys. Okay. Um, so uh, on your character sheet. Yes. Uh, under saving, so on the right hand side, there's yes. you know armor class, then saving throws, then attack yes. bonuses. There we go. Uh, Ranged attack plus five. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna wake up one of these days. It's gonna be awesome. People are gonna be like, "Yeah, that's great." It's okay, Stephen. We'll edit that out. <laughs> no, we're leaving it in. This is all gold. <laughs> all right. So that was clearly a test roll of seven. Um, <laughs> let me do the actual roll now. Okay, that test roll seems to, uh, your your shot arcs off in the wrong direction, um, maybe uh, because of the uh, dog slicer sickle it has stuck in uh, the joints of your uh, titanium shell, quadratitanium, excuse me. How? Uh, so you guys dear. take turns missing each other. How impressive. <laughs> uh, then... Um, a uh, harmonizing, weirdly, a voice 
comes from behind you on the dregs wreck. Uh, it seems that uh, not in the driver's seat so much as like the the throne of this thing, there is a uh, goblin, roughly the same size as these goblins, um, but uh, it's wearing two of these fishbowl helmets. And it's doing that because it has two heads. Uh, it only has one body, but it's it's got two heads, and it's constantly battling to not clink the helmet against its other head. <laughs> it says to uh, to all of its uh, to its space goblins, "Hear your heads, Hancho, dopers, make them laugh!" And several goblins. Uh, drop via bungee cables from the legs of the giant arachnid ship that's towering over you. And they time their leaps just perfectly and cut the cables just when there is no resistance left, but before they start to move upwards at all, so they can just land effortlessly. Now, I'm I'm totally kidding. Half of them uh, bounce off the ground and careen in random directions. Um, <laughs> But they are surprisingly okay with this because uh, they're using... These ones aren't wearing helmets. These ones use a really rubbery skull to absorb most of the damage. Uh, But a few of them do manage to land uh, on the buggy, the sand skink. So now you're in real trouble. Uh, They're not yet ready to act, but um, they are... Open up their mouths, and uh, their their teeth have all been replaced with um, metal, uh, like little metal canisters in the where they would have teeth, and they seem ready to chomp on them. Ooh, Vangi. Well, that's extremely messed up. Um, all right, give me a second, because that has changed what I was planning on doing, what with the whole uh, bunch of extra uh, enemies. Um, You're going to call right. a target-rich environment. Oh, yeah, for sure. It's just a matter of uh, how many things I can hit at once. Um so I'm looking at my burner, and I'm, I'm trying to remember how these work, and if I can hit multiple things with this at once. Because um, I feel like I can. I can't remember exactly, though. What weapon are you talking about? Huh? What weapon are you talking about? The My Freak class burner. I could have, um, but I realized that I was I had been it looking has... at... It's okay. Hmm? Yeah, no. So um, different weapons have different special properties. Yeah. Um, let's see if we can look up. Oh, that yeah, it's got little... line. That's the one that I was thinking of. Yeah. Uh, so unfortunately, there doesn't seem to be a particularly good line for me. Um, that's well, there's can... a line from Hecubino to the back of the ship. But yeah, you'd need to change places with Hecubino. Yeah. All right. So what I'm just going to do then is. Uh, well, I'll uh, tell you what. If you want to uh, to trade places with Hecubino, um mm-hmm. and kind of push him back to where you are, I will allow it, um, but it will take Hecubino's reaction. Uh, so, I mean, Rodrigo, would, would, would you be cool with spending your reaction to swap places with me so I can fry a bunch of these guys at once? Um, am I going to provoke? Nope. 
It's only a five oh. foot thing, so I'll allow, I'll allow it. Okay, Sweet. yeah. Uh, in that case, uh, it will Hecubino, make you know. Hecubino will yell "King's Castle," and I'll swap places with Vangie. Sweet. Yeah, they like make eye contact in a very practiced way, and then as soon as she gets into uh, that position, she will like grab the nozzle of the. Uh, uh, flamethrower that she's got stabbed in her back and she'll uh, yell at these guys and say, get off our buggy! And just open fire. Great. How long a line does uh, the Freak class burner shoot? Uh, That's a really good question. The range is 30 feet and it has special line. I don't see how long a line that is. But I assume it's a 30 feet line, foot line considering the range. Well, so Starfinder has all these weapon special properties. That's one of the fun bits of the game. But it also means it's a little bit of stuff to look up. So let's just do that real quick. It, uh, yeah, up to its range increment. So okay. cool. So make a single attack roll. All right. Sounds good. Uh, Just going to be my range attack. So, yep. And I assume since this is blasting them with, is it fire or plasma or what is this? It is uh, fire. Okay. Uh, So uh, then this will be targeting their EACs. And I've got a 22 to hit. Great. Well, uh, roll damage once. Uh, 10 damage. 10, you said? Yep, 10, 10 fire damage. Great. So that will melt the three goblins in that line. Nice. And it will also catch this uh, junk cycle, um, but this guy manages to uh, only get clipped by it, um, and the cycle starts uh, smoking, um, and it looks like it's about to fall apart. Uh, So as you you blast forward with the uh, the Afri class burner, does does Vengi say anything as she, she connects successfully with all these goblins? Uh, she will like blow on the uh, like the smoking nozzle of it and be like, uh, "Freak blast burner, excellent work. Open for further sponsorships." Nice. Uh, you also note that some of the fumes, uh, particularly nearby, are like uh, weird smelling. I mean, fortunately, the Freak class uh, burner took care of all of that, but there's definitely some like noxious gases uh, from the corpses of the, uh, the one, the goblins that had the strange teeth. Great. Yes. Great. Indeed. I agree. Uh, speaking of which, Hey, these guys get attacked. Oh no. The ones with the strange teeth and they are going to bite down hard on, uh, their, uh, teeth and out comes a small cloud of yellow gas and they're going to this one's going to target uh amu and this one's going to target bob and why don't you guys give me a fortitude save this is against poison if you have any particular resistance to that Uh, that's a bot that's a botch yep I got a four. Oh, yeah. I rolled a net one. So, yeah. Epic fail. Yeah. I got a 13. Uh, checking to see if I've got bonuses against poison. Well, 13 is actually good enough regardless. So, you succeed. Yeah. But Bob 
epically fails. So, Bob, normally, uh, being a, a constructed being, you have uh, a resistance to to poison and mind-affecting effects and stuff like that. But you somehow just got a full waft of this stuff, and it starts driving your circuits crazy. Ah, it burns. It burns. Get it off. Get it off. Get it off. But in this case... Uh, it it after after that initial reaction, uh, something else kicks in um, that maybe goes to Bob's strange emotional states. Uh, you feel uh, uncontrollably giggly and start laughing. You can make jokes. You can you can feel free to participate and say anything uh, so long as you're always like kind of laughing about it. Uh, but you can take no other actions right now. Okay, <laughs> just kidding. All right. And with that, let's see. This little guy who is uh, all tied up in the animal control noose uh, by Amu is going to try to get himself free. No. He, uh, all right. So he also epically failed. So Amu, uh, on a nat one from this guy, what do you think? What 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 would you do to him if you could? Uh, Amu's been trying to just pull him off the uh, vehicle. All right, so you pull. He he struggles and says, "You'll never take me alive." And you gently set him down, and then quickly, because you guys are constantly in motion, uh, he just quickly disappears. And the past is like, "No, You'll never take me alive." Okay, bye. So uh, that is one Space Goblin Zapparator uh, less on board the Sand Skank. Heck is that their up. official name, Zapparator? That's what those ones' names were. These guys are dopers. Those guys were Zapparators. These guys are on junk cycles. That's the crew of the Dregs Wreck. The, the Space Goblin with two heads is called the Heads Honcho. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I would like to... Um, move away from the uh, stinky cloud goblin. I'm I'm uh, there between Bob and um, Quentin, right? Yeah, that's right. So yeah, I I'd you like to take. You're also currently a... at the turret gun, for what it's worth. Yeah, you don't want me firing that. Um, <laughs> I'll uh, I'll take a five foot step away, and so that I'm not adjacent to any goblins. And then I'll take a zap with my taser gun at the one that um, that gave Bob the giggles. <laughs> nice. So I will. Yep. Uh, let me see. That's a whopping plus three to attack for a fifteen. Uh, and does that target what what weapon is that again? Uh, this is a arc pistol, comma static. So it's dealing electricity damage. So it targets their yep. EAC. Uh, and go figure. Random uh, patchwork uh, overalls and uh, little um, uh, glass helmets do not protect you against uh, lasers. So you connect. Okay. Um, now does my um what is it called? 
that like do I get a, a level bonus to damage? Yes, because you have weapon specialization, because all right, all characters have that. Um now you you get only uh I believe a plus one bonus to damage okay. because it's a okay. small arm. Okay, so then yeah, that's that's already factored into my sheet here. So let's deal one whole d6 plus one to it. Because it's either your level or half your level. Oh, yep. hey. For max damage of seven. Uh, so yeah, you uh, static shock this one. Does that deal non-lethal or lethal damage? Uh, I think I can get it to deal non-lethal, but I'm trying to, I, I, I went for lethal this time. Great. You electrocute the one uh, behind Amu and beside uh, Bob and boom, it goes tum- tumbles over the uh, side, uh, jolting with energy and also bouncing uh, behind you. Smoking. If I like drop down, is that going to give me cover if, in case any of those other guys start firing on us? Or can I just do I just get natural cover from being in a different you vehicle? Get, you do get cover from the vehicle in general. OK. All right. Being fired well, from people not on the vehicle. Okay, well, then I'm good there, probably. Sounds good. All right, so it goes back around to where we started. Skritik still manning the plasma cannon, even though a lot has changed since yeah. you first emerged into the scrap heap. Uh, is there any uh, goblins next to me currently, Jason? There is one goblin next to you. It is one of the dopers, one of the teeth gas spewers. Scary. Uh, in that case, uh, basically, I'll kind of make the... Swing the turret towards him as I try to smack him with it, and then as he kind of leaps away from that, I'm gonna leap over it and try to come down with my knife. I try to stabify him. Great. Ooh, twenty-four to hit. That definitely hits. Excellent. That's Is that damage. Uh, two damage? Yeah, <laughs> that's gonna be not too awesome. But let's see here. One d four plus one. Okay, let's see. So yeah, I think uh, I think you know as an operative, you you often want to uh, to do my yeah to juke specials. first, do your yeah. yeah your trick attack. But you you went for the the catching him off guard um, and stabbing it in the back with a knife, and it goes no, I'm going to oh oh actually I I think I'm all right. I think yeah <laughs> yeah. I really didn't have a good uh, bluff or. Well, and my intimidate's not too awesome or stealth to do or survival, so I just went with that. But no worries. <laughs> um, the old, you know, Yosoki versus Goblin knife fight. Knife fight. <laughs> Gwen's got a close up on it. That's nice. Bob, what? What's so funny? <laughs> All these little guys running around. <laughs> It's like a scene out of a movie. Aw. Bob Bob seems to be very relaxed and enjoying himself, kicking back as he laughs uh, while he is not piloting the sand skank. Hooray. Uh-oh. Yeah, That's probably bad. <laughs> All right, so we're going to move the sand skank here, and it's going to ram into some stuff. Uh-oh. Yeah, I warned you about this. All right. So from oh, and you guys were going uh, ludicrous speed, or mm. excuse me, plat. Yeah, plat speed. Yep. So that's uh, that's pretty bad for you. Um, that's going to be eight uh, plus six more is fourteen 
uh, damage to the sand skink for okay. that impact. So Minus hardness hardness plays into this, right? Correct. So we've got five as the base plus two for our popularity bonus, which is seven. So we only, only take seven damage out of the 22. So that leaves us with 15. Uh, the sand skink is at bloodied level. Yep. <laughs> So uh, the debris goes everywhere that you smash into, and you are no longer going uh, at uh, plaid speed because, oh. um, you know, you lost a bunch of speed when you... We've downgraded to a nice tartan. All right. Uh, so that all happens on Bob's turn. Then the junk cycles. They will follow. They also have to make piloting checks. I think they uh, fail. The one that starts smoking... Uh, just starts turning around in circles. It seems to be caught in just a, a loop, and which is weird because it's just one wheel. So it's just one wheel, and he evidently can't steer out of it. And then the drags wreck comes by and just clips him, and he goes skidding off and smashes into something. And then he says, I'm okay. And then a zapperator on board the drags wreck shoots him. <laughs> Classic. Mean. Uh, the other two junk cycles do uh, stay within range, though, and they're going to shoot at you uh, while uh, unsteadily steering their vehicles. They're going to shoot at, let's say, Skritic. Uh Question real quick before you roll that. Do I get a saving throw or anything uh, to this gas? So you got your saving throw initially, and uh, it oh, has okay. a duration. Okay. Yep, so... You will you will act again someday, I'm sure. Okay, I'm sure. <laughs> Saving every turn. What is this? Fourth edition? <laughs> um actually wait a minute. I say this and then I go read this the effect and it's a full action, so you do get a save right now. Okay, what do I save? What do I well, to throw? Fortitude four again. What is it? Fortitude again? Fortitude, and you do get a plus two from your constructed being. Alright, so there's that plus Two is 12. Or, I'm sorry. Yeah, 12. Good enough. You shake free of it at the end of your turn. Yay. Oh, that wasn't funny at all. <laughs> Running into things. All right. So the junk cycle space goblins are going to shoot their unstable junk lasers at uh, Skritic. Skritic, what's your EAC? 19. And you have cover. So that's cool. But one of them still gets you anyway for ah. four fire damage. Ah! Always be immune to fire. Rule one of critical hit. <laughs> then the dregs wreck. Like I said, it's going to clip that uh, junk cycle out of the way and start gaining on you after your collision. That brings up everybody's favorite first person plural. Colony being Amu. <laughs> Everyone's favorite 1,365,000 people. Well, it worked once, so let's try this again. I'm going I'm to grapple the goblin next to me. Do it. There's a goblin next to me, right? There is a goblin next to you. It's a doper. That helps if I can type better. It leans into the camera and says, I'm training to be a dental assistant with its mouth <laughs> full of canister teeth. Blah. Uh, 13. Hit! Oh, hey. You sank his battleship. Uh, and then we'll take a step away from it? Sure. To keep it at arm's length? 
at tendril of coral length. Yeah. You can turn those into arms. And in fact, currently am. Great. Anything else, Samu? Nope, we're good. Cool. So that goblin uh, struggles in, in its uh, confines with its giant head and its weird teeth sticking out uh, right next to Quentin. Quentin, what do you do? There's a teeth goblin right next to me with his there, teeth? There, oh, yeah. Yep, one of those tooth goblins. One tooth of those things, goblins. Hmm. You're I'm also probably being too... chased by, like, a bunch of stuff. Right. <laughs> I'm probably too small to grab him and throw him overboard. I mean, they're pretty small, too. Hmm. So what does the ship following us look like? Is it something that I could throw him into, like, the, the gears and muck up their ship? Well, it would be more likely to impale itself on the several... Uh, bone spurs and spikes, uh, you know, covering every surface. But sure, it, oh, it could be crushed underneath its massive tank-like treads. Um, gears, probably not so much. So, how many goblins are still on our scooter? One, just the one, and this is him. Yes, and there's yes. also two speeder bikes right behind. Two us. speeder bikes yeah. right behind you, and the dregs wreck not far behind that. I'm going to try and throw him at a speeder bike. Oh, sure. There's one right here that you could do that with. I'm going to try to use that to diplomacy. Uh, I'm sorry? Uh, it's, it's the kind of diplomacy that John Cena practices every Thursday night on the UPN. Oh, no. <laughs> I've knocked over the camera. Uh, okay. <laughs> so uh, I, I am very unclear what action you're trying to take. Are you making well, an attack or an intimidate check? Uh, I presume that if I'm actually going to throw him, that would be an athletics check. Uh, Does that sound good? So no, it's probably some there, sort of attack roll. Okay. Yeah, there are, there are combat maneuvers in Starfinder. I will warn you um, that, unfortunately, this is one thing I don't particularly like about the system, that combat maneuvers are hard. Um, now, these guys are, are have particularly low... Um, armor classes so that might make up for it but in general the difficulty is um based off of uh their kac and then it gets a significant i think it's plus eight um to uh to their kac to resist the combat maneuver mm, well that sounds complicated what if i just shot a flame pistol right in his face yeah sure okay let's do that do I get like? Can I like target his face, or is that something inappropriate? You can't do that with this system. You can you can say you're doing that all you want. <laughs> <laughs> Eighteen to attack. Oh, right in the face! Right, like you said. It's remarkable. <laughs> awesome. Fire face. Uh, how much damage? That's a good question. Does 2d4 plus 1 sound right? I'm looking at this, and I think it says 2d4. It's 1d4. You're shooting with a laser pistol? It looks like 1d4 plus 2. Uh, no, it's a fire pistol, so it's 1d4 plus 1. 1d4 plus 1, yep. Yep. 6. Wait, no, hey, I did that wrong. That's no, 2D4. that's not right. Try again. 4. Here we go. Hey, I still like so this better. Between that and the knife wound in the back, boom, it goes toppling off the uh the Thanks. side of the sand skink uh amu do you release your hold on this now dead goblin's head oof yeah <laughs> you're like sorry it gets run over by the junk cycle i'm not gonna we save that out of trophy 
You'll probably have plenty more opportunities. Burnt rat hair. All right. Uh, And then the head's honcho will say, in its weird double voice, Release the mutie! And from a cage aboard the dregs rack. Oh, yeah, there's a cage on board this thing, obviously. Didn't describe it before. Oh, yeah, of course. Sure. Yeah, we we saw that. Um, uh, Emerges a space goblin that is eight feet tall, uh, has a head, excuse me, about three meters tall, a head a solid meter wide, and has three arms. And it will launch itself. It actually has really spindly legs and arms on top of a weird hulking body. Uh, but it launches itself from the dregs wreck aboard uh, the sand skank. And then will immediately attack Quentin. Wait, if three feet is a meter, how long is three arms? Punch you in the face! <laughs> I don't have a face. I have a display. Thank you. Um, and two of its, one of its arms is a little vestigial uh, arm that's growing out of its armpit that it uses to like pick up objects. The other two arms um, have been uh, modified, so you're being attacked by its chainsaw arm. Oh no! Look out! What's your? Ca- oh no! Never mind. I don't need to ask. You're hit. <laughs> You're hit for 10 slashing damage, Quentin. Mm -hmm. And that goes against my stamina points now. That's correct. So it starts making some uh, inroads on that uh, quadra titanium. Mm. This is inappropriate. All right. Uh, And that brings up Vangi. So Vangi will uh, holster the nozzle of uh, the flamethrower, look at this hulking monster uh like put her uh kind of clawed hands out crack her knuckles and say like now this is what i'm talking about and grab her war pike and move to like right diagonal yeah to uh yeah uh exactly because she's got a reach weapon so um and she's gonna stab it great uh we'll do stab it in the heart so this is using your pike yeah, my pike. So a 17 against its uh, uh, KAC. That hits. All right. Uh, nice. Max damage for 17 damage. Wow, 17. That's a lot. Now, this thing can take that and still keep going. So you smash into it with your your tactical pike, and it takes it on one of its three shoulders, Um and it it cuts deeply, and it's it's bleeding some sort of uh, you know ichor. Um, not normal goblin blood. This thing has weird blood. It it doesn't look healthy. This this abomination. Um, and it stares at you and smiles. And it has uh, way too many teeth, and they're like in rows of teeth, like a shark. Um, and you can tell that it's it's basically saying challenge accepted. Uh, she she will nod and grin. Uh, and then a bunch of these zapperators will go from the dregs wreck. They're in range to start shooting, though they don't have clean shots, so they're all going to shoot wildly. 
Uh, we'll say they're going for Skritik and Hecubino, because they're in the back. Skritik, two shots at you. Uh, your EAC again, my friend? 19. Wow, that is really high. That's quite yeah. good. You are missed. Okay. Um, you are missed once only due to cover, for what it's worth. But <laughs> still, you are still missed. And then Hecubino. Uh, EAC? Yes. 14. 14. All right. Well, you are going to be critically hit. Oh, good. That's the name of the show. <laughs> yeah, it wouldn't be the show without it, right? So um, we also get to learn fun things about uh, Starfinder critical effects. So mm-hmm. uh, on a on a critical hit, um, you roll your damage twice, which is cool. Uh, so you're going to take... Uh, f- Five fire damage. Heck you know. And then it also has a uh, burn condition. Because each weapon, like Sam used earlier, the the line special ability of the Afrit class uh, burner, well, their junk lasers uh, can light you on fire. So you now have the burning condition. You are on fire, and at the start of each of your turns, before you take any actions, uh, you take... Uh, the damage that I'll roll, I'll roll some damage and you'll take it. Um, and uh, you, at the end of each round that you are burning, you can attempt a reflex save to remove the condition. Okay. Um, I would like to uh, spend a resolve point to use share pain. Ooh, that's fun. Yeah. Was that so? I, I spend a resolve point. As a reaction to shift some of the pain back onto the foe, unless the foe succeeds at a will save, reduce the damage. I take from the attack by my mystic level uh, to a maximum of the attack's damage, and the foe takes an equal amount of damage. Uh, this is a mind-affecting pain effect. Okay, what is the save DC of that? I don't know. It doesn't say. Um, well, I rolled a six, and it's a goblin, so they fail. But you can we can figure that out later. I think most of the time it uses what's called your class save DC, which okay. would be the same as like your mystic spells, um, if it's coming from your uh, class ability. Yeah, uh, so, so that would be like a sixteen nowadays, I think. Yeah, uh, you reduce the damage by your mystic level, which is three, mm-hmm. and it takes three. So it go, uh, says, "Ah, that actually really stings. Maybe we shouldn't be doing this to people." Um, and the head honcho says, shut up, you get back to shooting. <laughs> okay. Uh, so then it's Hecubino's turn, actually. Okay. So I try to put myself out at the end of the turn. Is that what it, what's going on? That's right. You can automatically end this turn by jumping into water or in the burning condition. Uh, yeah, but you get a, you get a free save at the end of your turn. Um, and I would like you can certainly try to roll around on the ground and smother the fire to uh, to get the a plus four bonus on that okay. save, but that take your full action to do so. Okay. Uh, no. It's the start of your turn, so you immediately take three fire damage. Um, How does he play off being lit on fire for the cameras? Uh, well, because of the. Uh, ability involved like Hegubino gets shot with a gout of flame he like covers himself and then he just like slowly puts his arms down and like his eyes are just like glowing and that's when like the um 
that's when the goblin like gets a headache and then from there he's just going to kind headache of like it starts manifesting burns all over its body yeah and uh yeah just from that stance hegibina is just gonna like turn his head and a um kind of at an unnatural angle and uh from the uh junk pile a carburetor is gonna shoot out and hit the uh, or and try and hit the um the mutant. I'm gonna Great. use uh, where's a telekinetic attack? I think it's called. Yeah, uh, telekinetic projectile, which is a level zero attack or spell. All right. And I just make an attack roll, um, and then if I hit, it's gonna take a d6 of damage. Sounds good. Uh, that's and a twelve. Up what a carburetor is. I mean, I know it's part of like a part of a internal combustion engine, but. Yep, yes. that looks. I would not want to be hit with one of those. It definitely yeah, looks like, like a, it's a big thing. Ouch. Uh, okay, so you said that was a. It's a twelve to hit. It's uh, KAC. I'm guessing. KAC. Uh, unfortunately, this thing's pretty tough, um, yeah. and so it just lowers its head and it bounces harmlessly against its giant skull, um, uh, and the carburetor goes zipping off into the distance. Don't think I actually is there is there is a space behind me open? I'll take a step back. You can move all the way back to shotgun if you wish, because you're not. No, I'll 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 just move one space back. Okay. Because that you guys that'll let people maneuver. Like it it's uh moving aboard the sand skank, just to clarify, we've we've had a nice fun time of yeah, make this five foot step. It is it is climbing over bucket seats mm-hmm. and like the little bars that are on a Jeep and you have to like always be going up and over and then somebody else is moving at the same time and then somebody else is shooting a laser and somebody else is getting blasted with laughing gas and somebody else is using a you know a flamethrower board. Oh, oh. oh and my See, they think that's mighty funny. Ah, dog. Funny, huh? Those those goblins sound exactly like a dog. Yeah, it's pretty difficult to move around. Um, but uh, yeah, after Hecubino uh, bounces that off of that mutant's dome, that kind of, at the end of that attack, it breaks like the concentration, and he's gonna, like, you know, like, jump around and, like, slap his arm which is on fire and like just like actually like literally blow at it like <laughs> to try to put himself out nice why don't you give me a reflex saving throw okay reflex is not my worst saving throw <laughs> but i still roll badly so that's a five yeah that will not do it uh you're yeah. you're still blowing on yourself and you're still very much on fire okay all right so scritic there's good news and there's bad news Good news is you're, there's only one goblin aboard <laughs> the sandstick. The bad Good news man. is it's got shark teeth, three arms, and is three times your size, and is next mm. to you. <laughs> All right, it's mostly mm. bad news. But you mm. are used to fighting opponents much larger than you, and you are <laughs> clever. So what do you do? I'm thinking, what can I do here? Stabbed in the face. I think I probably want to try to (laughs) take advantage of a trick. I'm trying to think what would be a good thing to do. Uh, 
department. Uh, let's see. <laughs> Kick him in the liver. <laughs> Is there like uh, enough people and things going on? I can maybe just like kind of scurry around the ship and stealth around uh, my crewmates and catch them unawares. Or yeah, you can. Uh, you know, you can scurry behind the. You know, you've got this plasma cannon here. You got Quentin. I mean, I. I since Quentin's the only other one really near uh, the mutant, I would say between Quentin and the plasma cannon, you can get enough cover to try to make your, your trick attack using stealth. Um, and the only downside, the only possible downside would be that you'd be throwing Quentin in the way should anything bad happen. <laughs> well, I don't see a downside here, so... I'm hey! I do. <laughs> well, then I'm going to roll stealth to try to trick that up. I am not there. a potted plant, Senator. Ooh, that's almost a crit fail, but not a 16. That's not going to hit uh, 20 plus their challenge rating, I take it. Uh, I know. <laughs> 20 plus their challenge rating is the difficulty for that? Yeah. Wow. What's your survival check out of curiosity? Because it, obviously you can't make, it's not e particularly easy to make a survival check right now, but just tell tell us what your mod is out of curiosity it's when you're making 14, a trick attack. And I think I also get, let me double check my specialization. Yeah. With a plus four bonus when trying to make a trick with a survival check. So what would it be? Uh, it'd be a total of 18 with the. Ah, I see. Yeah. Yeah, so it's not. <laughs> you don't have to feel that bad for him. I need to survive. <laughs> I think he would have made that, that so. check on a five with survival. <laughs> so, um, okay, cool. So, uh, so you do not succeed at your trick, but you still get to make your attack, right? Yeah, I think I'll just uh, do a stabby stab. Cool. Hope oh, this works out okay. Mm, okay. That does not 12. look like. No. That looks like uh, you stab it with your your survival knife, but its ribs are, or, well, its its whole like rib cage and abdomen is weirdly rubbery. So it's like the knife doesn't penetrate the skin. You actually stab it several times, mm -hmm. um, and it uh, towers over you and glares at you with its giant red eyes and shark tooth mouth, and says, "That tickles." <sighs> Uh, assistance people um help. bob from the front seat do you have any assistance um maybe so we ran into a pile of junk is you our did. way blocked are we still moving forward what's going on with the with uh, the sand you are, you're, you're moving forward but you're in you've slowed down and you're basically in rough terrain if you don't make some fancy maneuvers but okay. you could, so like, it's, it's fine. You're not going to take a, a huge uh, amount of damage from going over this. The sand skink is fortunately good at, you know, um, running over obstacles. Sure. But we're uh, running at probably ludicrous speed at this point. That's right. Okay. Yeah, Here we go with uh, a fancy maneuver Bob learned while driving a, <laughs> a uh, taxi on his own planet. This is no. the one where you, you slam the guy into a nearby pile of junk? No. So how far is that tank behind us? Oh, it's pretty close. It's only um, it's only a few meters. Okay. About one junk cycle's width apart okay. from you. All right. So 
Bob, the junk cycle between you and it really nervous. Okay. The, the rider of it. All right. Bob is going to slam on the brake really hard for a second and yank the wheel so that the back end of the sand skink uh, turns. So the, basically the pivot, the, the driver's seat pivots and the whole sand, sand skink swings around towards uh, our left to the upper top part of the screen. Uh, so that we're swinging around all this garbage and getting into that open area. Nope, the other like way. This? Yeah, but swing the back end around to the front. Like this? Yeah, but the other way, okay. counterclockwise. Uh, ah, clockwise. Yes, so that then we are then driving through that that pass and around the corner backwards. <laughs> and hopefully the way that the car turns has enough centrifugal force to throw this big guy off because he's got one arm. That's a big old uh, chainsaw. You said one little flimsy arm. I didn't see what the other arm is. So the other arm is uh, a grabber. It's actually uh, like um, uh, Amu's animal control thing, except it's uh, a metal pincer at the end. Okay. You know, well, clamps. we're going to be driving backwards and hopefully throw that guy off. As I as I maneuver backwards through the junkyard, uh, we're driving at five, so we're going to get a plus four, no reduction. Make your yep piloting, piloting check. check. I'm actually going to say you do take a minus two penalty for the uh, the terrain. Okay, um, nat just twenty. The, the stuff you ran into. Nat twenty. Nat 20. <laughs> okay, nat twenty. Great. Well, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> So you wanted it to spin yeah, to, around. Yeah, to spin around backwards, just like just the whole back end. Just you know, I don't know if you've driven in a, in a vehicle that is front heavy, but when you slam on the brakes, you know how it kind of fishtails. But this time it fishtails all the way around to where we're pointing. Literally, the front of the car is pointing to the bad guys. And I'm driving around all the wreckage backwards. And hopefully the centrifugal force of swinging around throws that guy off. Drifting right. Furious, Akaton. <laughs> so the good news is... That all works, and it works like a charm. So you're now driving backwards, and you can see your opponents dead ahead of you. Um, there's more good news. Uh, the I will give you a free collision with this junk cycle. So uh, roll your collision damage for the sand skink. Okay, so let me look here on this hand skink. Um, is and that is EAC? No, let's see. Hold on, hold on. Just hold roll on. the collision damage. I have oh, to make a 3D8 to, okay. uh, yeah. to uh, right. avoid it. Just like when they tried to collide with you, but you have successfully collided with them. So. Okay. Uh, 20. Yeah, wow. boom. So you can also knock one of the junk cycles uh, completely uh, off, the, off the field of battle um, as part of this maneuver. Uh, then... Uh, everyone aboard the sand skink, uh, except for Bob, um, everyone aboard the sand skink who's standing, Maybe? no one's seated, right? right? Everyone's been yeah. moving around and, yeah. and shooting oh, things yeah. no and stuff one's like that. Seated. I'm hovering. At least okay. two of us can't actually sit. That's true. <laughs> uh, so, uh, this is where seatbelts would come in handy. So I'm going to say that everyone except for Bob aboard the sand skink needs a reflex save, but that Bob can shout out a warning as part of this action. Hold on, everybody. And that gives you a plus... Uh, you rolled a natural 20, so everyone braces themselves. We'll say a plus four 
bonus to your reflex saves, except for the Goblin Mutant, who does not get such a bonus. Oh, no. Nice. Oh. <laughs> All right. So looking good, Quentin. Looking good, Amu. Looking good, Skritic. Yeah, there should uh, be another plus four on that. But yep, I exactly. I, I figured. Uh, and then Vangie and Hecubino, also good enough. Um, <sighs> Hecu- or Vangie, you, you basically uh, stagger. You exactly made it. Nice. So um, you're almost thrown, and you have to like catch one of the... Uh, there's like bungee cords and some of those uh, like cloth, not cloth, but like the, I don't know what they're called, but they're like reinforced cloth that you would use to climb a mountain. Yeah, yeah she'll like use her hold. prehensile tail yeah. to grab onto one of those. Great. <laughs> um, now, if physics, I'm not, I'm, I, I don't, it's been a while since I've been in physics class, but I think the force of this would actually be driving the goblin in this direction. Yeah, whatever way would throw him out. No, but no. Actually, the way that I described it, he would have he would have thrown direction, not the direction you you want you, it to be. <laughs> oh, okay. Um. So it's going to tumble over Skritic. Ah. Go to this space right here. Um, and it will uh be. Uh, hanging on the side of the sand skink, running into various debris, um, but it has its grabber arm has stuck through uh, like a little netting on the sand skink, and uh, it has also rolled Skritic under that arm. So Skritic is really close to falling off himself. Despite uh, despite managing to make the save, he kind of got caught as collateral damage uh, from the mutant. So it is hanging onto the side of the vehicle, uh, bouncing on the ground periodically, and, while its metal pincer arm grasps for better purchase. Okay, so I'm I'm driving backwards at uh, five speed, normal speed, or whatever it is, ludicrous speed. Um, dodging all the stuff and telling people to hang on and I scream, someone shoot those guys in front of us and someone clear a path behind us. <laughs> all right. The junk cycle uh, is immediately follow- following you and it races forward. So uh, it realizes that the dregs wreck is right behind it and not about to stop. Um, so it's getting, it's about to be crushed in between the two of you. So this guy is going to leap from his uh, cycle, and now he's no longer a junk cycle rider. He is just a regular goblin zapperator, but he breathes a sigh of relief as the cycle gets crushed underneath the treads of the uh, dregs rack. Uh, which actually then goes to try to ram you from behind. Uh, well, actually, now you're you're head on he- head to head ramming, but you're going in reverse. Uh, so why don't you give another piloting check there, Bob? All Still right. Have, uh, net plus two, basically. Plus two. Okay. So thirty. Oh, jeez. Yeah. So you're able to to avoid. Uh, you know, it wants to just smash its its uh, front grill into yours and you know dig in with its wide 
frame and, and treads and kind of lift you up and maybe even knock you, uh, like pick going underneath mm-hmm. the frame of the sand skink and take you guys off the ground. So you successfully avoid that. Um, how do you do, how do you avoid it? Um, as it starts to come up closer, um, I, um, Gee, uh, I'm just going to do a little, uh, little shimmy. I'm going to, I'm going to dodge around a, a rather, uh, unexpected boulder right there in the road, uh, or in the path behind us. And, uh, they didn't see it cause they're too close. They're, they're, they're bumper to bumper with us. And so they didn't see that. And, uh, it, it, uh, bumped them at the last minute to where they, uh, didn't get their hooks into us. Awesome. They didn't get their cow catcher into us. Uh, Amu, you're up next. All right. How close is the other vehicle? Like right on us. Right on top of you. I don't know if you can see, but it's like about a meter away. Am I within range to grapple the driver? Um, Sure. It looks like there are a bunch of little zapperators there, and one of them is likely driving it. So yeah, you could grapple. You could grab it. All right. Let's solve this problem. 24. Yeah. You grab him. So uh, you have successfully grappled the creature uh, driving another vehicle. Um, they're going to try to shove him out of the way so that they can take over, but that'll be on their turn. Uh, does the 24 happen to be 13 higher than their... Uh... Oh, oh my. Because <laughs> if Duh. it's 13 higher, then they it's not just grappled, it's pinned. So you've got him pinned. What does that mean? I mean, besides, uh, I know what the condition means, but what, what do you, do you like lock him in place right against the wheel to make it I difficult? I do not for know what the condition means. Can we talk about that? We certainly can. But first I want Amu to describe what, uh, what, it, what he's trying, the effect he's trying to create. Yeah. We'll try and lock him against the wheel. Like you said, uh, these are the, uh, end Titans pull him into the wheel and just hold him there. So no one else can actually get at it. Perfect. I like it. So, by the way, uh, Rodrigo, pinned means they cannot move, they are flat-footed, and they take all the same penalties that grappled takes, like to armor class and attack rolls and reflex saves and a bunch of other stuff, but mm-hmm. the penalty is minus four. So, they're I pretty see. pretty hosed. Uh, they also cannot take any action that requires the use of any of their limbs, <laughs> but can That's always attempt to free themselves. But wouldn't that use a limb? They can always attempt that action, but it's special tap dancing action that I had prepared. It cannot take. Right. Great. Uh, So that's pretty cool. Uh, Way to grapple the driver of another vehicle from your vehicle. Uh, Amu, Quentin, everything, the whole world spun around, but you're actually fine with that. You just took your, your gyroscope, you know, internal stabilizers kicked in. And uh, also like, I feel like we pivoted pretty much around Quentin, so it's like it probably like he literally did not move at all, like relative to the buggy. He truly is the center of the universe. Yep. Talk to me about what a small spheroid robot could do to sever the grasping arm of a mutant being dragged along by the sand skink. So there's a lot of things you could do. You could try mm-hmm. to, you know, shoot it or, you know, actually cut it. Um, mm-hmm. But it occurs to you that this thing is super strong. 
Um, like it's got weird spindly arms, but it, it looks tough. And you've mm-hmm. watched uh, knives literally bounce off of it. So mm-hmm. maybe a direct uh, like physical attack is not your best avenue. You've you've yet to see any evidence of it being particularly savvy. Um, and you wouldn't be surprised if some of the mutations around that thing's skull aren't exactly healthy for its for its brain. So you might be able to manipulate it. Um, or like trick it somehow. Hmm. <laughs> I'm going to try and convince it that it needs to let go. What do I'm you going say? I'm going to bluff it in your robot voice. Quentin does not have a robot voice. Quentin has a very pleasing IVR voice. Press ah, one fair. to make the creature fall. Press two to make the creature explode. To speak to a representative, just hang on for the rest of your natural life, suckers. Okay, so yes, um, uh, God, what you can, can you say to convince attempt this creature? You a bluff check, but yeah, you will have to. You will have to make it at least theoretically plausible that that's something it would want to do. Oh no, you're going to be impaled on a piece of steel if you don't let go. But I'm going to say it in Akatonian, and presume he understands. No, that would be bad. I'm going to say it in uh, basic. Uh duck or something <laughs> okay why don't you go ahead and roll that bluff check i'm gonna bluff 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 how's a 19 a, um, a blue yeah. bluffy muff bluff yeah so um it's like surprised that you're showing uh interest in it and it, it looks at you and its eyes go from from red to 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 green and it has like little pupils and it says robot ball looks out for muti robot ball is muti's friend <laughs> and it lets go and then is immediately run over by the dregs wreck and impaled <laughs> oh god why do you do this to me <laughs> <laughs> it's late at night. You can't play with my heartstrings like that. Hey, I'm the empathetic picked, one. You picked Envoy. Yeah. That's true. I did. Oh. Quentin's tiny mechanical heart breaks for a moment. <laughs> and Scritic, you're left to uh, your own devices, but it lets go. So fortunately, you're able to stay aboard. Oh Through no fault of Quentin. That is so hurtful. <laughs> all right uh so the heads honcho has realized that their time is almost up and they have but one trick left to pull they bonk their head glasses together <laughs> it says prep the snot rocket and at this from a nearby uh, convenient, just off-screen location. A large flatbed trailer is rolled out with a huge rocket engine loaded onto the bed. Uh, a goblin wearing a tactical helmet and enormous goggles uh, emerges and starts to clamber up the truck. There is musical accompaniment from a goblin on the truck as it starts playing a synthesizer dramatically. Dun, 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 dun. 
while other nearby gabos stand at some weird version of attention and give a smattering of salutes. And then Goggles sits atop the giant rocket, straps himself in with various clamps and belts and bungee cables, opens a panel, evidently to control the rocket directly. Uh, Goggles wipes the snot, dripping down its nose onto his chest dismissively, then grins as he slams his hand down on the control panel and the rocket engines ignite. So, this rocket is a projectile attack coming at you guys. Um, If it hits, it's going to deal a lot of damage. Uh, The good news is it can be interfered with while in motion, and it's going to take a round to get to you. Cool. Yep. Vangie. Well, uh, she's going to like look briefly disappointed at the mutant falling off the thing, then turn around and look at this rocket and be like, oh, that does not look good. And move back over to the uh, the railgun and try to uh, fire it at the incoming rocket. Absolutely. Go ahead and make your attack. You're actually yeah. at the railgun right now. Oh, great. All right. Yeah, I forgot that's where it was. Uh, sweet. Then for this little skink. Uh, 17 to hit. Uh, yep, that's going to hit. Roll damage. Sweet. Uh, let me double check damage on that thing oh. again. It's uh, 44 plus my plus three. Nice. Uh, 12 damage. 12 damage. So you start shooting away. Uh, there's like a little glass panel that was protecting goggles. Um, that's gone. The whole front of the rocket's gone. Um, you're just blasting it. It's full of bullet holes. Wires are going everywhere. Goggles takes a, a, a shot to uh, the shoulder, but buckles down and continues to to press on the uh, the button and hold some set of basic controls together that seems to be steering. So you have done something, but you have not stopped it yet. Alright, she's like, uh, guys, could you use some more help? Do you have, is uh, Starfinder have a thing like um, in Dungeons and Dragons where you get um, a bonus action and you could take another attack? Like an uh, action, like an action point? point? Yeah, like an action point, yeah. No. Boo, I hate this game. <laughs> you, mean, you can you can take a full attack and like anybody can do that but you're penalized yeah 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 yes well, i didn't know if she had an opportunity to if we had action points to take yeah. another one of those railgun attacks and i did not think to uh to make a full attack that is okay you hit for a bunch of damage so it is not yeah. a bad action no yeah um Vangie doesn't have to feel bad as because any action which she gets to use a railgun is a pretty good action oh yeah she feels great uh, these zapperators are all going to unload on Bob and Amu. Uh, so, two attacks at Bob. Bob, what's your EAC? My EAC is... Uh, let me find it. Uh, EAC is 13. Uh, you'll be hit once for three fire damage. Okay, Amu. now, hold on. I, it looks oh. like I have... Uh, under my armor class, it looks like I resist five. Is that correct? Are you also seeing that? Resist five to what? Fire damage. Ooh, nice. Good work. So you said I took how much? Well, it was going to be three, but now it's now zero. It's zero. Okay, cool. Neat. What gives you fire resistance? I I'll remember. Th- I think it, I don't know what. It, it just shows up here uh, under my armor class as um, resist, and it says five fire. And I don't know if it is my um, energy shield or what it is. 
Asbestos pants. Could be. <laughs> We're going to start making up reasons why you have uh, five fire resist, and I, I, I like the asbestos pants so far. Oh, I do have an Estex yeah. suit. So maybe, mm, that's maybe that does it. That's probably what yeah, it is. Yeah, if you blew a bunch of your money on good armor, that might come from there, or it might be a class feature. Yeah. True. Although uh, five from a class feature at level three seems like a lot. Maybe it's a really good class. Yeah, I mean, could be. Uh, so uh, one of the uh, goblins uh, shoots right at the um, uh, the front window of the uh, sand skink, and bizarrely enough, the glass uh, bounces the laser back on it, and it hits itself in the face. And goes flying off. Ha ha ha. And one of them is still pinned, courtesy of Amu. So that is it for their turns. Hecubino. You um, your head, Hecubino. I will attempt to command the snot rocket. <laughs> That's not a sentence you hear every day. Assuming that uh, I can, I am within 30 feet of it. Yep, you are. Almost exactly. Okay. Uh, so then, yes, I am going to give it the command flee. Uh, to, so the target moves away from you as quickly and directly as possible for one round, taking no other actions and provoking reactions such as the of a vision for his movement as normal. Um, unless, for some reason, that's not going to get him to turn around and go somewhere else. Okay. Uh, you so... can certainly give the goblin commanding that rocket that command. Okay. Uh, you are casting a spell, and you are in melee with one goblin. Oh, uh, then I'll... Can I shift back? Yeah, you can. You can. You'll be at the edge of your range, but you can do it. Yep. Okay. All right. Let me spend the spell slot. And then it's a save, so uh, it's got to hit a 16. It does not. So Goggles uh, rips off its goggles and uh, caterwauls off the, the edge of the rocket and dives to safety. The rocket is now unmanned, so it is going to go somewhere. That's well, good. It means if we uh, provided Bob axe before the rocket would hit us, if we get out of the way, that might, we could maybe work that. Scritic, what do you do? You're up. Ah. <laughs> uh... Hop back to the uh, plasma cannon and try to shoot the snot rocket. Oh, no. The plasma cannon is rear-mounted, which means it can only fire it basically forward since you guys are in reverse. Oh, I forgot we... Okay. Oh, um... <laughs> you can clear a path behind us. You could also presumably push Vangie yes, off of the um, off The of railgun and also fire yeah. if you wanted. For sure. I would definitely give away my reaction for that. Okay, sure. Where do you want to go, Vangie? Near the goblin or away from the goblin? Uh, I'll go near the goblin. Okay, so Skritik, you crawl up and tap uh, tap Vangie on, I don't know, where do you tap her? Uh, shoulder. You're not tall enough to reach the shoulder. Nope. Try again. <laughs> okay, if I'm climbing, I don't know. Climb on top of the rail gun to tap her on the shoulder. Yeah, I assume we have like trusses right over the... It's like the, the the, there's cage. like a cage yeah. to the to the buggy. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So you can like jungle gym your way there. I'll do that. Cool. Great. And, uh, plop down uh, in front of the rail cannon and uh, let fire. 
Are you firing at the rocket, which is now unmanned, or are you firing at the drags rack? I guess I should probably do the drags rack. Now nah, I hit the rocket. The rocket? Okay. I'll do the rocket. Yeah, see if you can... Uh, Get that out of the situation. See if you oh, can I have it uh, r- smash into the uh, into the other Ooh. vehicle. Grand total of eight, a two on the die. Uh, unfortunately, your shots go wild, um, and everybody ducks as you just start shooting the rail. This this is, I think, your first attack with a rail gun. It's very so. powerful, but uh, yeah, it's got it's got some recoil to it too. So I just yeah, you know okay. you're tiny relative to this thing, so. You know, you're firing it, but it it's also firing you. <laughs> you're kind of flapping along in the wind as you're going backwards, hanging <laughs> onto this thing for dear life. Yes. Bob, it is up to you. All right. I am going to see if I can um, swerve out that of the way. You just had. What's that? You should use that idea you just had. The the one where I swerve out of the way to try to get away from the rocket. No, no, the one where we uh, put the sledge in between us and the rocket. Oh yeah, sure. Because the sledge is currently attached to us via grapple. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Mm. All right. Yeah. So uh, I suppose uh, if I swerve, then that would make uh, Amu swerve, and since he's grabbed a hold of that or pinned down that one guy. It would probably make that uh, vehicle swerve right in between the path of the rocket and us. You know, that sounds plausible. It could also <laughs> either break that pole, fling Amu off of the sand skink, or, you know, decapitate the goblin whose head he's holding. But let's not think negatively. I'm, I'm so many fun options. Okay. So, yeah, let's try it. So what, how is decapitation a loss? That's what I don't understand. Am I doing this with a plus two or a plus four? Uh, we'll say you're doing this with a plus four at this point, but this is a hard check. Harder than your typical piloting check. Ooh, 17 plus four is 21. Ooh, that is still barely good enough. Oh, good. <laughs> uh, and with that, the dregs wreck is moved into the path of uh, the... Snot rocket. The head's honcho turns to uh, itself, and one of them says, um, "It's been fun." And the other one says, "I've always hated you." <laughs> uh, and then the rocket explodes, blasting the goblins uh, off of it, and the dregrex goes up in flames. Uh, there is only this one goblin left aboard who was the one that miraculously jumped from its junk uh, cycle on, on board. And it'll it'll just be like, no harm, no foul, and then jump off itself and bounce <laughs> on its skull. To, uh, it'll, it'll actually say, good luck with the race. <laughs> <laughs> and at this point, I'll slam on the brakes and again do a, a fishtail so that we're all kind of turned sideways so that we can all see the exploding wreckage as we stop and look and, and uh, maybe Quentin flies off really quick to get a, a nice wide shot of all of us looking at this. And we, and we see probably uh, uh Vengi and uh Hecubino high-fiving. And then I just put on the gas and we drive off to the next place. You hightail it out of here. And as you do, you see your uh, competitors are also exiting their section of the scrap heap, and you can see the finish line is in sight. You are 
very close to the end. Uh, the crowd is going wild. Everyone is ready to see who will win the first race of Drifters. Nice. All right, everybody. That's where we're going to wrap it up this week. Uh, some hot goblin action. Always, uh, I love the smell of burning <laughs> goblins in the afternoon. <laughs> Never say hot goblin action. They're again. on fire. They're on fire. No. What are they going to be? They're going to be hot goblins. Uh, Never say that <laughs> again. <laughs> anyway, everyone, thanks for tuning in this week. Here's hoping all of your dice rolls are critical hits. This podcast is copyright 2021 by Major Spoilers Entertainment, LLC. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply.